Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Strike, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast with a British twist. As usual, I'm your host Paul. Uh, tonight I'm joined by the whole team once again, uh, Mr. Lucas. Again, I don't flirt. I just say what I want. Ooh. Is that the, is that the, um, the black woman from Luke Cage? I know there's a lot. Um... The one who was also in Civil War? No. Oh, damn it. Give up. Uh, Jessica Jones. I want to say Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yay. <clears throat> also joined by Mr. Riley. You still hit like a bitch. Luke oh. Cage. That is nope. Luke Cage. But it's, it's his best mate. No, it's not. His brother. Yeah. It is Mr. Diamondback. Oh, spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. (laughs) And we're joined by Mr. Bufton. Well, I panicked. Do you mind? Don't talk in my quiet. (laughs) Well, I panicked, but then I handled it. Oh. Me on Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Scott Lang. First experience, Craig. Sorry? Scott Lang. No. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, nothing from Josh. Uh, it's going to bug me now. Pa- if, I give you the pre- if I give you the previous line in the scene, will that help? Probably. You should have pressed the panic button. Oh, um, uh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, tell me. no, tell me it's gone. It's Trevor Slattery. That's it, yeah. Oh, well, I panicked, but then I handled it. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to give a, a pre-warning. A um, couple <laughs> of us aren't feeling particularly well tonight. Um, my voice is starting to go, um, so I might be a little bit quiet. And Tony's got a bad cough at the moment, so you might hear some coughing throughout the episode as well. Um but tonight's episode, uh, I think there's only one real subject we can talk about as the main bulk of it, and that's that's Luke Cage. Um, first up, we're going to look at the, the three trailers that have come out in the last couple of days, I think. Um, first of all, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. What did yes. everybody think? I loved it. And I don't know how you guys feel, but if anything, I almost don't want to see another trailer that's enough to sell me on the film right there. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, don't want to. I kind of want to see Mantis and a bit more of um, Nebula. No, I don't like, need to. I think we could so. always do like an extended trailer and just put a bit more of Mantis and Nebula in. Oh, hopefully, we might see a bit more of Nebula if she gets her own movie, like the rumor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like to speak. Yeah. I just hope they don't go down the DC route <laughs> and show half the film in the trailers. Oh, I know. Yeah. Especially with with that far out, it's still what nearly nine months. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite a long way out to have released a trailer, especially in Marvel's terms. They normally don't pull one out this this early in a in a run. So it's I know it's it's the week Doctor Strange is coming out, so they're kind of trying to pump that up a little bit. And I think I think that's possibly why it's come out now. Um, I know James has been saying that there is going to be another trailer very shortly, which 
it seems a bit of overkill this early on. Mm. Mm. We'll put it this way: the last film was a huge success, so it kind of feels right that they're gonna do a load of trailers. But I reckon they'll literally just be a few seconds of extra footage. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Just listening to them few bars of music and meeting them characters briefly, see, seeing all the characters are still there, seeing there's still a little bits of humour in it. <laughs> yeah. That was enough for me. Yeah. Loved a little bit at the end with Groot, and as Paul pointed out, he's wearing a certain kind of jacket as well. Yeah. Copying a certain uh, Lord <coughs> that we've come to know and love. Um, I, I didn't notice. That. He's wearing Star Lord's jacket. Ah, uh, he's copying a certain Pratt. Yeah, genius. Um, and of course, the other thing with that scene is a reversal, isn't it, from the first movie? Oh yeah, he's on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So that was a nice touch. Oh, so we got to chat briefly about the, the key, the main joke in there was the old um, hug scene. <laughs> it's just genius. Um, Do you want a hug? No, you can have one anyway, mate. Um, I, I would have preferably gone for a crisp high five, like, but you know. Mm. Well, I'm really psyched for it already now, yeah. just on the back of that yeah. 90 seconds or whatever it was. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I like the fact that uh, Yondu was working with Rocket. Mm. Uh, I thought that was quite neat. The, possibly the two weirdest characters. Yeah. So. I, I just I get a suspicion that he's going to be quite a loose guardian, isn't he? He's going to be very much still. Yeah. In it for him, in it for himself, where he suits, I suspect. Yeah, and it seems like is he never... the fellow with the Mohican? Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe that Mohican's a weapon, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. similar to what he had in the first film, where he whistles. Um, his Mohican now follows the same pattern. That's oh, it doesn't stand out like Doctor Zoidberg, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it's kind of like kind of like a boomerang. Ah, um, <coughs> it's like on um, Legends of Zelda when you used to draw the little path for the boomerang. It's kind of like that. You must draw <laughs> it out in his head or something. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so that's quite cool, and it looks like Nebula's very much going to be a reluctant member of the Guardians. Mm. From that that clip, it looks like she's going to be dragged into becoming one, yeah. rather than doing it by choice. Does anyone think any relationships may develop along the way between certain characters? Potentially, but it doesn't look like it, does it? Because some people dance and some people don't. I, I can see something possibly happening between um, Yondu and uh, Mantis. I don't know why, I just got a feeling... I'm hooked on a feeling, actually. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, guys, whilst we're talking all things Nebula and Karen Gillan, on a sort of side side issue, if you get a chance, watch the short film she did last year. Oh, yeah, about that, yeah. Con- conventional. It's absolutely superb. Great nine minutes of um, short film when she's fantastic in it. And she wrote it and directed it as well. So, if you get a chance, it's on YouTube, so have a look at that. Oh, sounds like a shelter. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm certainly going to give it a go when I get a, a moment's peace. Yeah. 
So, anything else stand out in the in the Guardians trailer? Drax is, is just quality as always. Yeah, he just uh, that scene. He's, he's going to be the go-to man again, isn't he? Yeah. <coughs> Certainly think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so moving on to to the next trailer, one that was uh, released today, Logan. Uh, I know we're uh, an MCU podcast, but we're still going to touch on on other people's Marvel films. Well, the way I see it with the Fox films is that they're in a parallel universe, so we can get away with yeah. it. <laughs> Um, so, the multiverse going on now. Yeah, yeah we, we're just waiting for a breach at some point. That's yeah, yeah. Everybody's seen the the second cut of the trailer, the the international version. Yes, I did. Why me, Charlie? Yeah. <coughs> I've only seen one, and I've just watched it like five minutes ago. And Did I've not been a I've not been a big fan of the, the X Men films anyway. But how? Uh, well, well, I'll give, I'll, I'll give you the last stand and. To an extent, apocalypse. But yeah, how? I just they just haven't done it for me. It's just boring. Interesting. <sighs> Honestly, I, I'm just underwhelmed by them. But this one <clears throat> has pricked me. I think the consensus would probably prick, be prick or just pricked you. It's pricked me. Ah, fair enough. Would you guys agree that probably amongst fans, if there was one character that people would love to see in the MCU, it's always been Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah. Very much been the flagship, hasn't he, of Fox's sort of franchise, effectively? Yeah, it's it's what people take the mick out of Fox for most because the majority of the X-Men stories are centred around Wolverine. Mm. And to be fair, you can't blame them. They've They've got one of the biggest actors in the world. Playing yeah. him. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you think about it, the X Men movies technically made Hugh Jackman. Mm. Yeah. He is who he is because the, people look at him and go, "Oh, that's Wolverine." They don't go, "Oh, that's um, that's the guy from The Miz or yeah. whatever." I no, that, that's certainly certainly the case. You can't can't say he had a had much of a Hollywood career before that. He'd done what Swordfish with John Travolta, yeah. and that was about it. At that point, um, it's a big break yeah. when you think about it. Because his, his background was on the stage, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, musical. Was, oh. Yeah, that's how we got into Lemis. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He he played the main role quite a lot in Oklahoma. <coughs> um, yeah, I think that's where his big theatre break had come from. Um, and it's going to be sad <laughs> to see him go. Um, oh yeah, a real, a real, real sad moment to see him see him disappear. Uh, me and Tony were discussing beforehand. Uh, hopefully they don't kill him. I really hope they don't kill him. No. Um, just kind of like, kill like, him as in like have him be killed or kill him as in any capacity. I I just don't want them to to finish the story off. I want it to be left open yeah. that there's still a chance that he might come back if he decides five ten years down the line. I can't see them recasting him. I think they might do a different version of Wolverine, but I think they'll always say that the original version is always Hugh Jackman. You know, uh, like they did, like Hank Pym, then Scott yeah. Lang, then whoever. I think they're going to go down the female route. I think that's X-23 in the trailer. I, I can see that happening, and I don't want to sound sexist, but I really don't want it to happen. I would rather that happen than they recast Wolverine. 
yeah, good points mm. actually. Yeah, I would rather they they try a different storyline than just try and restart the Wolverine storyline. But for me, well, I don't think it... I don't think the recasting has worked in these reboots <laughs> or the the prequels. I don't think they've got so it I right. Quite, I quite like the new Nightcrawler. Yeah, but again, that storyline is just ridiculous. Why? Oh, completely, was awful, yeah. Yeah, they've just completely ignored his backstory. And for me, that's that's just bad on their part. Especially when they have got those two <coughs> characters there. Yeah. And they decided to kill one of them. Before again, Nightcrawler I didn't was born. Like, I didn't like the new Storm. No. I don't like her. I've still yet to see that film. And I'm not, I, got, I heard a lot of mixed comments on it on Apocalypse. A lot of, a lot of people really didn't get by it at all, did they? So, no, not really. I mean, it's worth... It is worth watching, just for, like, say, oh, yeah, I'll probably it. I'll probably end up having to buy it because I'm a bit of a completist because I've got pretty much everything else other than Deadpool in my collection yeah. at the moment. So I'll yeah. probably end up buying it as a completist. Mm. Uh, God, I've got all the X-Men movies. But yeah. the actual the trailer itself, I thought was fantastic. It was really atmospheric, and using Johnny Cash in there was just a nice. Oh time. yeah, I love that that song in the background. Yeah, brilliant. It's one of the greatest songs ever written, uh, performed, <laughs> beautiful. Not one you can listen to very often though, because man, it's depressing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I also I, I was literally prepared to get the tissues out to start crying. Seriously, <laughs> I'm really interested to see what they're doing with Xavier as well in this film. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he just seems like he's completely out of it in a lot of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's kind of back with us. And yeah. is is that big building that's, uh, that Wolverine walks into, is that Cerebro? I think, think it is. I but really think it is. It, it must be. It, I mean, let's be honest, doesn't Professor X look like he's being on a massive bender? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, oh. like he's just come off a huge dose of ket. It's it should be it's colon Logan the Lost Weekend. That's what it's. <laughs> Maybe he's been on a trip with Strange. Oh god! Is this does uh, is this film based on a comic book series or is it its own its own thing? Mm, it's, it's kind supposed of to be, supposed to be based off Old Man Logan, but that's yeah, where like people are saying like oh. We, if it's loosely adapted, they might kill him. So he but doesn't die in the comics. He has died. Yeah. After all, bloody died. Well, yeah. Let's be honest. Everyone's died. But he, yeah, this is another thing me and Tony were discussing before recording. In Old Man Logan, he does die part of the way through, yeah. having fought the Hulk. <laughs> um, the Hulk eats him. Um. But Wolverine regenerates inside him and rips his way out. And kills the Hulk. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so See, That's what happens when you eat something that doesn't agree with you. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> D- don't eat a Wolverine. That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's me with a hot curry from the Taipan. <laughs> Seriously, my ass hasn't seen like daylight in absolute days. After that, it's like sucking on a polo mint. Seriously, my as Craig said many <laughs> moons ago on this after dark, my ass is like the Japanese flag. Mine is. Mine still is. 
<laughs> well, apologies to our, our one Japanese listener. <laughs> one hung glows, just unsubscribe. <laughs> oh. So, uh, anything else? Obviously, the, the R-rated moment in the international trailer. Um, oh, my God. The Berserker moment. Finally. It's only taken like about 20 years. Hell, wasn't it? Just yeah. Brutal. Yeah. And then that, the, like, that, is, that is the moment that sold this film for me. Yeah. I mean, that bloke got a splitting head. <laughs> yeah, bad Eddie. <laughs> and toothache, I would imagine, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. One hell of a hangover in the morning. Uh, but, yeah, you can certainly see why they've, <coughs> they've given it an R rating in the States, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else stand out? No, I see just the the atmosphere for me. Uh, I, I not, see a lot of people on, online have been sort of comparing it to to the game Last of Us. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And having watched it, he'd be perfectly cast in the lead in that. Mm. Uh, having played the game, he kind of looks like he could play the part in in the Last of Us movie that they're prepping. I think he's got the physical look. I just yeah. don't know whether he could. I don't know whether he could act it. To be honest. But then again, was is it Joel the main character or something? Like that? He was very morose anyway, so yeah, yeah. Probably get he could probably pull off that adaptation. But yeah, yeah I'd say just the atmosphere for me was fantastic, isn't it? I'm quite intrigued by the little girl. Mm. Because I haven't seen a lot that's been said about her, so I am sort of confused at the minute. Is she his kid, or is she just some random girl that Xavier's found? I believe she's X-23. Because there's a line from Xavier in it that says she's exactly like you. Oh. Uh, Yeah. That's right, yeah. So I believe she is X-23. And I get the feeling she might have quick growing powers. That she might be an adult by the end of it. I just quite imagine the end of the film... Hopefully not, like, but Wolver- like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is dead, and at the end of it, she's, like, crying over his dead body, and she screams, but as she screams, she clenches her fist, and the um, the claws come out. Yeah. I, I, I definitely believe that's who she is. Yeah. To pass the baton Yeah. And then the, the last trailer that only one of us has actually seen, so I'll pass it over to you, Josh. <laughs> the, the Legion trailer. Yeah. Um, right, this it's supposed to be an X-Men TV show live action and it's meant to resemble did anyone watch Heroes? Yeah. First couple of seasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's meant to resemble that except the majority of them are locked in an institution. Now, I'm not sold on it. Because, mm. right, this is going to sound like very very strange but the main character in it was in Downton Abbey (laughs) this is where the British twist comes in he was in Downton and I watched Downton and I can't see him playing anything other than a posh boy (laughs) (laughs) seriously I can't and his American accent is okay I have seen better from British actors but I don't, I don't know, the way they set the trailer out, it was like he was being interviewed and then halfway through, he just... Peggy 18. What? <laughs> what was okay, that? 
Who's watching movie trailers in the background? <laughs> game trailers in the background. You like I've, just, I've just put it on now. On low. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just to see... Do we all just take five minutes just to let Craig watch the trailer? No, carry on talking. <laughs> no, it's like he's, he's being interviewed in this institution and then I don't know what happens. Some, like... It's like he has a psychotic break and then just stuff starts flying over the room and no one but him can see it and all the other like psychologists around him are just like nothing's happening. I don't get it. Hmm. Uh, the the comics, he's Xavier's son, isn't he? Did I read that? And apparently they are gonna play up to the fact that he might possibly be his son in the series. But the thing <clears throat> is is he going to be Patrick Stewart's son, or is he James McAvoy's son? They're the same person, aren't they? Yeah, they're the same person, but I mean, like, is it set in oh, a 1980s timeline? We're, or is he... Yeah, we're treading on some very confusing ground now with the timelines for the X-Men. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we should move on before we all get, uh, get headaches like that bloke in the trailer. Yeah. The... It, definitely, it definitely looks futuristic. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not set in the 80s or the 60s. No. Or the 70s. Well, that's what's making me think. Because he's ex- supposed to be Xavier's son, does this make him McAvoy's son and not Stuart? Why is he doing Indian dancing? I know. <laughs> See, that's what sent my head ballistic. <coughs> I don't understand it. Here we go. <coughs> Uh, it's it's a strange one, and it, at one point it was it was being advertised on um, the Marvel website as being part of the MCU, which confused oh. a load of people as well. Yeah. Oh God. Maybe but, they've got a deal going, and they're not saying anything until they do the uh, the Logan film, and then at the end of it, someone from the MCU turns up or something. That's uh-huh. definitely worth a watch. That's got me uh, interested. You think? I might yeah. just watch the pilot and then say sorry. No, no, that's going to be good. That it's not. We don't. It's not out for another about four months, is it? Is it February? Did I read? Something Fe- like that. Yeah. February, yeah, yeah. like that ish. Yeah. So it's a it's a long time to wait, and I think they'll they'll obviously be working on it. I think they'll try and freshen it up Change a little it. bit, depending yeah. on what the reaction is with the trailer. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll give it a go. I'll I'll watch it because it's a superhero show on TV. Um. Yeah. But, I'll yeah. I'll give it me five episode deal. Yeah, I'll give it me five episode deal at the least. So, yeah, but yeah, another uh, interesting thing, another another different version of superheroes on TV. Yeah. Um So I think that's that's it with the trailers. Um, we were just going to bring up one one bit of news that not not a huge bit of news, but uh, Tom Holland's been doing the rounds, doing some interviews for his other for another All film right. that he's got coming out. Um, and he's been talking up the fact that they're already working on the sequel for Spider-Man. Oh, so excited. Mm. Um, he came out today, I think, and he said that they're, they're now talking about which villains to use for the sequel. Um, so th- that's that's interesting. Who do we think they'll go for the sequel? Who are the main um, protagonists in the Spider-Man universe? You've, You've got Doctor... Yeah. Doc Ock. Do- yeah. Uh, Goblin. Goblin. Sco- yeah. Scorpion. Scorpion. I think you might see Scorpion. I'd like I'd like to see a Scorpion because I I used to play um the Spider Man movie games when I was little 
and mm. they had Scorpion in like two out of three of them, and he was actually done really well for a video game. Who's the Black Lizard Spider Man? Venom. That's Venom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Has he ever been? He's been done in a film, but was it done very well? No. He was sort of yeah. and was, it was terrible. Yeah. I so think, he deserves his chance to shine. I think Venom will come in the third film again. I think oh, yeah. Venom will pop I think up he in might Infinity spawn War. From Infinity War. Yeah, I think so as well. I was. Yeah. I saw some, I sh- some notes about that earlier today. Yeah. I still think we'll see Craven at some point. Myself. There we go. To see Craven. Yeah. I'd like the um, Death of Craven storyline. Yeah, Jonathan Craven off Newsround. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. That would be an interesting superhero movie. <laughs> His Russian accent. Good evening. The news. <laughs> I I think I think they'll introduce Norman Osborn again at some point. I don't think I, he'll be I the main villain he'll though. Provide the tech for all the villains. Yeah, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. So, I, um, I honestly don't know who I would pick for the sequel. I'd quite like to see Prowler. Don't you think Spider-Man's at his best when you're watching the cartoons and he's got several villains on the go at once? Yeah. Sinister Six. Very much like the um, the ride at Universal yeah. Studios. Oh, yeah. I think though you can get away with it in animation. I Spider-Man 3 showed that you can't really do loads and loads of villains against him on screen because there's not enough yeah. runtime. Yeah. Animate the show to spread yeah. it out over a few weeks. Yeah. You've got a two-hour movie and he's up against four villains. It gets too crammed. You don't have to kill them all, do you? Does it... yeah. I don't understand the obsession with superhero movies that the villain has to die at the end of every film. Totally agree. That mm. is one of my niggling things. What's the point? Leave them out there. You can have them yeah. pop up for a cameo in the next film. Exactly. It's... And that's how you could pull off a Spider-Man movie with several villains in. Yeah. They all get away. Spider-Man lives to fight another day. Yeah. You know, that's all there has to be, really. Take um, me money. Talk- in fact, talking of killing off the villains will swing us nicely into our main bit, wouldn't it? Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it certainly will. Uh Luke Cage. Indeed, yeah. We've all got through it. We all binge watched it. Yeah. And got through it Two fairly days, quickly. guys. Two days. Beat that. Two days. Well, I wish I was 17 as well. <laughs> hey, put, it, put it this way. I'm in college. I have coursework, homework, social life. Well, actually, I'll scratch that last one. Um, <laughs> and I still managed to binge watch it in two nights. No, I watched it over the three days, I think. I, I split it into three. It's just easier for me to manage. I did like a three, four episodes in a five and a five or four, whatever it was. Yeah. So, Yeah. I think I yeah. ended up doing it in about five. Yeah. I think I took a week or two. Well, yeah, but there's an argument for doing that, doing one a night even over a week or a fortnight. Yeah. Doing it that way sometimes. Because they say you get a better effect from it if you watch like with a bit of a gap. Yeah. I think the binge watching, because you're so desperate, you tend to put it on while you're potentially ironing or yeah. you're cooking the tea or, dare I say, you're sitting on the loo on your iPhone <laughs> on Netflix. I'll hold you my know, hand up there. You know, so you can potentially skip over little bits. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, you know, it's still worth doing. Yeah. yeah. 
But I think I suppose we all just dive in with, with one of the familiar tropes of it. Watching it as a binge gives you that flavour of the sort of there's definitely a Netflix pattern yeah. to these shows. Yeah. They start with a good slow burn. I know I saw one or two people commenting the first couple of episodes didn't drag them in. They're slow burn and then episode four or five goes mental, pulls out something out of the hat, and then you get that dip again where the villain steps away. Yeah. Which we saw again. We saw when he goes out to the countryside and finds the doctor, and then again they ramp it up. There's definitely, uh, you guys, there's a definite pattern to the Netflix shows in, in the peaks and troughs of it. Yeah, I, I definitely see the the argument that maybe the series is uh, slightly too long for mm. how they want to tell the stories. Yeah, and I do wonder whether it might be a case of six or seven episodes might be the might be the limit for these these shows. Yeah. For a season, we saw it with the second season of, Dead, uh, of Deadpool, uh, Daredevil. Yeah. Um, there was that huge trough once Punisher went. Mm. Um, until the story picked up again when he came back, and it's kind of like they've got these these filler episodes that they yeah. stick in the middle that possibly they don't need. And I I can kind of see that they're trying to push the storyline on by having those extra episodes. But it kind of isn't necessary for the story. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's like you can kind of just skip over them and be like, if someone says to you, "Oh, did you see that?" You go, "No," and they're like, "Well, actually, it doesn't really matter that much." Mm. Yeah, but they could just in- introduce like one-off little baddies <coughs> for them, little short episodes yeah. where yeah. where there's no story. You know, a little villain steps in. Gets yeah. his arse yeah. and then steps it's out. It's like when the, um, they used to do Smallville and it was like Freak of the Week. So, like, you could have like one new villain per, per episode. But what they could have done, say, like with Daredevil 2, season 2, they could have done like the filler episodes. They could have brought Bullseye in or something and then he would have been villain for season 3. Yeah. It, it was kind of, they did kind of do it with bringing Kingpin back, didn't they? Yeah. Um,. Mm. But it didn't really use him to his full potential, I felt, in the, no. those couple of episodes that he was in. Um, and didn't really fill that gap. Um, and again, as we said, Luke Cage going off into the country. I love Rosario yeah. Dawson in that role. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of felt like she was there just for the sake of being there. In those okay, few before we episodes. talk, what's the scores out of 10 for Luke Cage, everyone? Seven. As a, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say seven. Yeah. Um, I probably go. I'm going to split a difference. Say seven and a half. <laughs> so yeah. we've got basically an average seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. 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 I'm, so yeah, I'll tell you this. Right, I gave it an eight. Purely the one point extra that I gave it is purely based on the music that's used. Oh yeah, it's great soundtrack and great titles Fantastic. as well. The theme tune is superb. Yeah, I suppose we we should just wait wade right in and talk about that massive big plot twist, which really caught me out. When you think that you're watching one villain, yeah, and it turns out that they're not the main villain of the series. Yeah. Oh no, I just did not see that coming at all. No, I really I, didn't either. It was a, a huge surprise that they they went ahead yeah. and did that. I yeah, I really liked Cottonmouth. Really. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was fantastic. Great performance and a great villain. Because it's, it's like that thing we were saying before where they kill off the good villains. Yeah. Mm. It's just yeah. really annoying. 
Because I thought he was a far better villain than the one we ended up with, to be honest. Yeah, he was yeah. A, He was almost... Diamondback, Diamondback was yeah. a cartoon villain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got real on his really rubbish motivations, I always think, as well. Yeah. Boo-hoo, I was, I was overlooked as a child, boo-hoo. Yeah, I always thought he had very bulbous eyes. <laughs> like, like constantly on LSD or something. <laughs> I actually thought some of the supporting villains were better. I actually really, mm. I absolutely loved Shades. I thought he was a great he character in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, Shades was phenomenal, and his cheeky little grin. Yeah, yeah. And we did on that. He was yeah. definitely for me. He was one of the highlights of the show. Yeah, and the fact that he lives gets to live another day at the end of the series. Yeah, blimey. Yeah. If, they, if, they, if they brought him back for season two, either as a, a villain who sets up his own little mob or crime scene, <coughs> whatever, would you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. Do you know, yeah. talking about a second series, I don't think we'll get a second series of Luke Cage. Really? I think it will be Heroes for Hire. I think it will oh, be a joint yeah. series yeah. next. Because of them introducing new ones like The Punisher, I think they're going to have to kind of consolidate some of them. Yeah, bind Luke Cage and Iron Fist and then yeah. bring in more Punisher series, yeah. Yeah, possibly, possibly. What I thought was weak, and I thought was weak uh, for all the Netflix stuff, is these are all situated in a plot of land that's not very big the three the three goodies yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so luke cage <laughs> luke cage is getting you know he's all over the headline news and everything like that so why hasn't daredevil stepped in to help or jessica jones has shacked up with him at some point why hasn't she just got the bus down and had a word well, I guess the thing is, I suppose the, the way they view it is, well, they've all got their own things going on, haven't they, in their own sections? Yeah. yeah but, well, this was yeah, but this was my thing again of the timeline, and then it becomes apparent then that Luke Cage is set after Jessica Jones. Yeah. yeah. So Jessica Jones hasn't got anything going on. Well, we don't know that, do we, as as viewers? Well, no. Assuming that we haven't, because we all want to see them step into each other's shows. Exactly the way the DC universe is doing with the Flash and the Arrow and all that. Yeah. Why? Why haven't Netflix? Because super fans and uh, Comic Con fans lose their minds when there's crossovers. Well, I suppose you could argue is that's why we've got the Defenders. Yeah. Can I just say right now, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sigourney Weaver from Alien. But I was going to say, in a similar vein, though, we did get some fantastic references to the MCU, I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. Acknowledgement of the, of the other shows. Um, yeah, I like that. I do. I like... You know, in fact, do... I said, this one probably has had the most references across the yeah. Netflix shows a lot. Very early on, there was a lot of talk about the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. From what I can work out, the timeline is that this is set not long after the first Avengers. So yeah, so they're, so they're, they're all, all the shows so far in that kind of time frame, then, aren't they? Just yeah. after the first one, which is what I think the issue they're having with trying to get them in Infinity War is that what we're seeing at the moment is set three years before beforehand. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I always thought it was couldn't. No, apparently it's not. Because they oh. don't mention the Accords or anything. Yeah. And they only well, mentioned the New York battle. Alright. Yeah, well, because, well, technically Luke Cage would be rounded up, wouldn't he? Yeah. True. T- to sign the Accord or not. Yeah, and there's definitely no mention of it at all. So, it's, it's interesting. True. And especially with the rumours that Frank Castle may, might be making an appearance in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. later on in this season. Mm. I have not it's, heard this. Yeah, yeah. They, they had it was a... Pan- back, wasn't he, at a press... Yeah, they were, they were at uh, New York Comic Con. Um, mm, and they, did a, right. they had an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. Um, they brought out the guy that created Ghost Rider... And then they brought out Punisher's creator and said, yeah, you'll find out why we've done this later on in the season. Oh, nice. Um, Unless Punisher is the first Netflix show to be set in current MCU time. It might be. So, like, the... do from Daredevil season one through to Iron Fist, <coughs> then maybe Defenders comes out, that's set a bit further on, like maybe after Age of Ultron, but before Civil War, and then after Civil War comes Punisher series. It's possible, but it, it sounded like they were teaming up against the uh, against Ghost Rider at some point. All right. Um, that's what they were alluding to: was that the Punisher would be brought in to take down Ghost Rider. Would have um, a bloody hard job. I'll give him that. Frank Castle's willing to take on anything, though, isn't he? <laughs> he is a hard man. He is a that'd hard be, man. See, that would be a great sort of thing to see. It would be Castle going up against Luke because they're completely different sensibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think we will see Frank in the Defenders. I think yeah. even if it's only yeah. one episode. Um, especially now Karen. We know Karen's going to be in the Punisher series as well. Yeah. Um, well, not being funny, ever since we watched Daredevil Season 2, you were kind of like, if they make a Punisher series, she is going to be in it. Yeah. That that was never not going to happen. I was Going back to what Craig was on about for a moment, I, I did keep sort of one, wondering whether we were going to see a cameo from Matt, because they kept talking about him enough. That, is he going to come through the door and save the, save the legal day? And, and then I was quite surprised at the end at what they actually did yeah. with Luke Cage. They had to go back to prison. Yeah, I thought that. You know, I, that... I didn't like it. I, I really didn't like it. I genuinely wanted um, Matt Murdock to just come through the front door at the end of the very last episode and say, I'm going to be representing you, and don't worry, I'm definitely going to get you off. And then it just goes black. Yeah, yeah. No. It's kind of sort of the same thing I had in mind, perhaps. Yeah. <clears throat> it definitely yeah, it seems... Dang, but... It seems like that's what they're they're starting to play towards, aren't they, with... Yeah, with Iron Fist, I know uh, Carrie Ann Moss is in Iron Fist, isn't she? Mm, yeah. And it seems like they're kind of moving those side characters into each other's show, but not quite pushing the main characters into into that that kind of realm yet. And I think they are literally just waiting for the defenders to have them all in the same room. And who's the defenders? Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. You see, the none of the apart from Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, we've got Jiggy. Um, none of the others have got together yet, have they? And like no. met each other. No. Yeah. The, yeah. All, well, like, 
<laughs> like the only, there's only the nurse who's met them all. Yep. And well, she's kind of the link through them all. Yeah, she'll like, probably bring them all together. Yep. Yeah. She'll do a yeah. WhatsApp group. Yeah. She's ba- <laughs> yeah. She's basically going to be the uh, the Nick Fury of the Defenders, I think. I really I, liked her in this, Claire, as well. Yeah. Um, especially there's that scene in the cafe, in the diner. Yeah. Oh, when he doesn't recognise her. Well, she's talking to um, another woman. Um, her mother. Her mother, oh, so, yeah. That's right. And I thought that was just a great little moment for Claire there when she's talking about her experiences with everybody. And to me, that was just the start of her becoming night nurse. Yeah. And I, th- I think yeah. that the phrase even comes up at some point, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah she does. does I think her mother says it to her. She says uh, something like, you were once training to be a night nurse or something or yeah. other. You left it. And then you just like, oh, I understood that reference. And I thought there's a honking great big telegraph right there. When it, when it was nice. <laughs> but the scene was fantastic. My head's battered now. So she's actually a superhero called Night Nurse. Yeah. No. Can you well, drive when you've had her? Well, <laughs> pardon? She's supported. She, she's. Uh, well, she you're not supposed to offer. Happy. You're not supposed to operate machinery or drive a car when you've had Night Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's loving his Horlocks there, you know. When you say, Josh, she's almost like a superhero version of a mob doctor. Yeah, true. They sort of roll up and get treated off her when they're not in a good shape. Yeah, but when when you say superhero, you think a method. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, you don't think of someone like Batman who's, like, no powers but good gadgets or whatever. She literally just sits in her apartment and waits for Daredevil or whoever to... Come falling through the wind, the window covered in blood. Yeah, weirdly, the yeah. comic book version isn't Claire. Um, it's actually a character that's in Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, by the sound of it, they're not going that route with her in Doctor Strange. So, that's... what did you guys think of Alfred Wooded in this? Uh, Who? The... As a uh... Uh, as the cousin? Senator, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. The performance was all right. I wasn't a fan of the character. Yeah. I think yeah. she needs to be a bit more assertive because it was basically like Cottonmouth did everything for her and she literally just mm. sat there and was just the face. Yeah, but Shades led her down the path yeah. to, to kill. Mm. And and she she was becoming this super villain. Yeah. This uh, crime lord, you know, she pull her, her politics to one side, and she was going yeah. to take over everything, and she just sort of went out with a wet fart. Yeah, because yeah, she started to have a good arc, and then it sort of fizzled away in the last few moments. Yeah, it just dropped off. Mm. Yeah, and now she's just managing the nightclub basically. Mm. Yeah, but she's still she's in league with Shades. They've had a little kiss, <laughs> and. Uh, He'll be getting jiggy soon. <laughs> Will he Can keep his shades say... on, though? <laughs> I oh. would. <laughs> if you were him, Craig, you would. The, what I will... I, I messaged this in our group privately. What And I, I understand why it's used, but I felt the N-word was overused in the whole series. Yeah. Do, do yeah, you... I, mean, I mean, it probably has to be used, like maybe five times at the most because like it, it is set up <laughs> and that is like a common word around there 
I, I like where he says, nobody calls me. Oh, yeah. When he stood in front of the big building and then the fella has the gun to the back of his head. Yeah. That is a brilliant scene, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I could understand using it up to that point. Yeah. And then after that point, it didn't need using again. Uh-huh. See, I didn't find it problematic. It just be bled into the dialogue for me because it was people in Harlem, and that's I guess is how they speak every other word. So, yeah. I for me, it just added to the to the quote unquote realism of the show. Uh, for yeah. me, it took a little bit too much from the seventies comic mm. in terms of the dialogue. Uh, I think it could have been toned down a little bit. Uh, is that in? The, is that actually written in the comic? Yeah, in the seventies. 70- is he? Oh my yeah, goodness. he was like proper. Quite controversial, yeah. Yeah, he was like the proper African American superhero, and that they used like the dialogue that you would have heard in that era. Right? And Did I, he I, have an afro then in the seventies? Yeah. yeah. Right. And he also he also had the garish outfit, didn't he? That we see briefly yeah. Yeah. in yeah. episode like four, episode was it? I think six or something. Yeah. No, yeah. episode four. Step step into the arena. That's yeah. It, I think, yeah. So, you, so when he's in prison and he's he's got his afro and all that, that's basically a nod to the seventies comic book. Yeah, yeah, it's about twenty so. seconds worth of a nod. Yeah, yeah. That was belting that when he's in prison. It, 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 yeah, that is literally the best episode of the whole thing, apart from when um, Cottonmouth died. And that goes back again to what I said at the start of this about about the tropes. There always tends to be a flashback episode, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of necessary when you think yeah. about it. But they, they all kind of sit in the same place as well in the narrative, roughly. Yeah. So two well, or three or four episodes in. Well, on all these things on Netflix, they're already established superheroes, aren't they, basically? I mean, I know so, Daredevil, he did, he did get a bit of a story, didn't he? But he was already a ninja by that point. <laughs> True. He, he just wore his mum's knickers on his face and went out fighting crime. It's only then that's he got a best. Liverpool, that's, that's Friday night, though. <laughs> that's, you know, he got his suit later on in the series, but he was still going out. Whereas none of the others have had like a backstory. They don't start like Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man film. You see the spider biting him, etc., etc., you know, these that already fit, they're already superheroes, aren't they? Yeah. So you do need that flashback episode to see. But I, I agree, Josh, it was one of the better episodes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. I think that one and the and the episode where Cottonmouth gets his demise, I thought were the best episodes for me. Yeah. I and, sat there with an oh my God face when yeah. that happened in that episode. And I'll just say, right. That was PMT, that. <laughs> Right, I'll just say, it's not the w- this is not the worst episode, but it's the worst episode for how it makes you feel emotionally. It's the second episode, and I think you guys know why. Uh, was that Pops? Because Pop yeah. gets popped. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that scene is, so, is brutal, really, with that drive fight. It's brutal, but I think what makes it even worse is the fact that the character is... Not very badly undeveloped. He's undeveloped in a sense that you don't know much about him. And you're like, why have you killed him off? We, were, mm. I want to know more about him. But then you kind of get a bit more of it down the line. and it, But it's not enough to like wet your palate. 
if you want to use that phrase. I was going to say wet your pants then. <laughs> uh, well, you know, well, <laughs> your own time, Tony, is up to you, but you know. And is Pops in the comic books? The barbershop so. is, but I yeah. don't think the character is. See, sure. see, on that that subject, I like the guy that ends up looking after the barbershop. I oh, think yeah. he was a great yeah. bit of he comic relief him. at times. Mm. Yeah, he was funny. But at what point is he going to hand in the file? Yeah, well, we, to... yeah we assume that's going to happen in the gap, I guess. Of the... Well, we won't really know until we get the defenders, will we, whether we're going to yeah. see Luke already sprung from jail or... Or Matt rolling along and doing that as part of the defenders. You would imagine. I think it's. Do you know? It wouldn't surprise me if it's not even Matt. If it's not Foggy. It could be Foggy. Yeah. Well, got an idea, now he's though. working with with Carrie Ann Moss's character. I wonder yeah. whether it's going to be Foggy, because we do know mm. he's in the defenders. He's already been he confirmed. Sounds... Do, do we know if it's like a two-part? three-hour movie this or like six episodes it's going to be or something i don't know i don't think they've confirmed anything yet i think they're still writing it at the moment so because when i think of because they talked about in a mini series when i think of mini series i think of the old stuff from the 80s which was like two parts on a sunday night Uh, two hours long each so what's the timeline next what's coming (laughs) up next iron fist okay and that's another He's not a another kung fu type dude, or he is yeah, he's like Hong kung, kung fu. fu. We both amped up a bit. Oh. And have we had any uh, any indication of him in any of the other series? Has he been referenced, or has he been? I suppose uh, you could count the Devil season one and two. Yep. Um, so he's actually referenced in them. Kind of his fairly, villain is more. more um, what what you say? Like more. Observationally, if that's yeah. the word. Because like, so, in season one, there was like the drugs, wasn't there? That the yeah. Chinese were and doing a both symbol on it. Yeah. There's also one at the end of Luke Cage as well. A symbol? Uh, mm. No. Um, Claire, when she's looking at the, the lamppost with the self defense class. Oh, yeah, yeah. The defense class is uh, teached by. Uh, Iron Fist's girlfriend. Ah, or okay. Partner. Um, colleague. Bit on the side. Yeah. So um, he, he's already out there. He exists. Yeah. He just hasn't yeah. surfaced yet. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, so, did I see the trailer for it? I think there is a trailer, isn't there? It's yeah, just come yeah, out yeah. this week. <clears throat> Couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? I think I might have seen it. Right, can I just yep. say that the the special effect for his fist, I don't like it. Because huh? I am used to seeing a sort of Doctor Who regeneration sort of effect from the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, cartoon, and I'm just used to that. Yeah, That's I think, why I can't adjust. I think the issue with that is that Doctor Strange's powers are similar to that. Yeah. From what I can tell, and I think they're trying to keep it kind of separate, even though possibly it's from the same kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I can they, understand why they might have changed it. It's just, yeah. it's a bit harder for me to adjust because I'm kind of used to seeing something else. 
the other interesting thing about that show for me is going to be the fact it's a complete geographical switch because we're going uptown basically now, aren't oh, we? Yeah, for this, yeah. it's all in the world of finance, isn't it? All business and yeah, big glossy that, buildings and skyscrapers and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's going to be interesting. I have to say, I'm looking forward to that more than I was Luke Cage. Yeah, mm. because it's something different mm. to what we've already seen. And that, that's coming out in March, mid-March. Yeah, yeah. Early birthday present. Wait. So, so it'll be another binge weekend to look forward to in March. Yeah, yep. certainly will. And then hopefully... <laughs> trying to do two nights again. Yeah, Defenders at some point next I year. I the back end of the year. Same time as Luke Cage, but next year. Yeah, but... but I think that's another crap yeah. because they're still there writing it, so... Yeah, but we've got Punisher to come first, if that's the case. Is so, that coming first? I thought it was coming after. The they're film. already filming. No, I know the film, and I, I thought so, we were going to hold back. So you would imagine something's going to have to move next year to fit yeah. them all in. So well, apparently they're not doing Daredevil season three till twenty eighteen now. Yeah, so that's right. Unless it's filling that slot. Yeah, you would imagine that would have been the slot that Iron Fist is filling, though. So <laughs> well, if, uh, if, if it's the same like, time, but... like a like a fisting. <laughs> Craig, what are you doing? You're <laughs> you know, as we said before, that's your private business. I've just, I've just seen the the, the very short trailer of Iron Fist, and I have to agree with Paul. It's just blown me away, and I'm already yeah. excited, more excited than Luke Cage. What the what I, what I felt about Luke Cage was because he's such a mellow dude. Yeah, there's all hell breaking loose, and he's literally bored. Standing there, slapping people with the back of his hand, <laughs> and that's how it come across. It was, it, it never seemed to go up to the next gear. Well, the thing is, he's, he's probably the most reluctant hero of the three so far, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that, me a bit of Eeyore for some reason. Ex- yeah. yeah, pure, he was Eeyore, an indestructible Eeyore. He was like, it's literally, I don't... like he just sits there and goes, "Guys, I've got a nail in my ass. What are you going to do about it?" I don't want to do this. I don't want to be. You bore me with just guns and then slap. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas and that's I... another thing that got me. That hallway scene. Don't get me wrong, was brilliant. But why on God's earth would you be a bulletproof, indestructible human being and use a car door <laughs> as a forceful object? Yeah. Logic a... out the window. There was a little bit of a logic gap there, I thought, when I was watching it. Yeah. Why did he just punch the door in? Exactly. He could have just kicked it, never mind anything else. Yeah. Well, he's indestructible, but he still must have pain. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he was just using the door as a. Well, a, I don't think he feels pain map. because when he's in that. Uh, he the felt pain when he got the sh- apartment. He's in a restaurant because the f- people are threatening them, and then like he gets punched square in the jaw, and he's just like, "I'm oh, what?" Yeah, yeah so, he doesn't even they flinch there, does he? No. So, talking about bullets and stuff before we actually before we think about wrapping this up, how cool is it to get references to the Chitari and Hammer Tech? Yeah, oh yeah, that was good. It was nice to have some some different nods for once. Mm. Yeah. I, you'll have to explain them nods to me. The well, Chitauri... Special bullets. 
yeah. uh, War Machine. Hammertech is the one that creates War Machine. The guy from Iron Man 2 is just a complete... Tool. Ah, uh, yeah, right, tool, okay. Like, Justin yeah. Hammer. So it really is pulling from the the one universe all the yeah. time, isn't it? Yeah. And of course, the Chitauri with the aliens from the Avengers yeah. movie, and it was that bullet was based on their tech. Ah, yeah. right. Mm. So, so is the one person, one puppet master at the top of all these? I know they're all on different networks, and they're all at different movie studios. But is the one underriding person in charge of everything here to make sure they're not standing on each other's toes? And no, that's the trouble. Yeah, there's there's two separate ones: one for the films and one for the TV. Yeah, that's the biggest problem at the minute. And at some point, they're going to marry together for Infinity Wars. We think. We think. We hope. We hope. hope Not. I think. We think. (laughs) And if they do do that, are they going to replace the characters? Or did they go and play themselves? No, they're they're all contracted to the films oh. if they're asked to. Oh god, that uh, is going to be amazing. Charlie Cox, who Ray plays, has just creamed himself. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> Jeff, Cox. Yeah, is it Jeff? Who was non-committal this week with spoilers, wasn't he? About yeah, uh, was, was it Feig? Yeah, uh, yeah, it would have been Feig because he's a. He was in yeah. Hong Kong for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was very non-committal about anything. Mm. Just, uh, just a side note, just while you were saying about Kevin Feige, did anyone notice the fact that he's got his own Hot Toys figure now? Yep, they handed that to him in, in Hong Kong while he was there. <laughs> that is just overkill. I'm surprised he's got a pop, Funko Pop. Oh, he probably has. Yeah, wouldn't surprise probably me. got his own one that he's never ever showed anyone. Yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, just Iron Fist seems to have a bit more energy about it for yeah. me. Um, it's just got me a bit more excited. I was quite excited having seen Luke in Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, but the character itself wasn't quite the same, and they admitted that they weren't going to try and make him the same because of he, what he was angrier in Jessica Jones, yeah. or wasn't he? Yeah, and it, I think he'd kind of made peace with the fact that his wife had died. Mm. And and things like that, and he he kind of calmed down, and it, I don't think that was quite maybe quite right to do. Mm. But he should, yeah. He, he seems too mellow. Yeah, I did love the um, are they the I don't know who they are the Woo Klux Clan or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Woo Clue. Who are they? <laughs> when he goes into the um, the shop and stops the robbery. Yeah, and it's one of the rappers. Oh, yeah. See, oh, I, yeah, yeah. that in joke meant nothing to me because I don't follow raps. So I just thought he was an actor. No, yeah. no, and and I understood that there was someone there, but like if you put them in a row, I'd be like, I don't know who the hell any one of them are. Yeah. I, I think he's um, oh, what's his name uh, off a uh, what's a you podcast, um, Brian Quinn. Yeah, is a yeah. he likes them, doesn't he? That band, yeah. that rap yeah. band. That it's a, it's not just a band, is it? It's there's about forty of yeah. them or something. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. On a side note, kind of to that, did you did we all see what the original plan was for the last episode? No. no. Originally, the band at the end was meant to be Prince. 
Yeah, I did see that actually. The yeah. whole whole thing with the swear jar <laughs> was meant to be that whenever someone put that in, they were putting money towards Prince performing. Did... Ah. What a bummer. Yeah. Did okay, did everyone see Stanley? Yes. He was on a poster, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. He was on I a poster. I didn't see it at the time. I saw it I saw it online. Yeah. I didn't spot it in the episode. As a police officer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had to rewind it. I was like, did I just see that? Now is he in any of the others that we don't know about? He's been in all of them. Yeah. Oh. I believe the same poster has been oh, in all of them so far. I think I think he had a verbal cameo in one of them. But I th- was he He was in Agent Carter. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the first season of Agent Carter and the second season, in fact. He's in he's in majority of them. Yeah. Has he actually cameoed in Agents of Shield? Yes. Yeah, was season it? Season one. Season one, yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. He's not been in it since. Well, that's a bit of a bummer, like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's nice to see that he's still doing the cameos. Even yeah. even the films that have been made that aren't Marvel as such, but are related to Marvel yeah. films. Yeah. Craig will yeah. Craig will say the uh the big Hero Six cameo that he makes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't oh, seen that film. That's a cracking film. Yeah. Nah. Uh, nah, the De- the Deadpool cameo was my favourite. Just I'm just throwing that in the mix. Uh, yeah, he he said it wasn't his favourite due to the fact he wasn't allowed to spend more time with the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> He's still fit, Foxy in his old age, isn't he? So uh, does he cameo in the X Men movies as well? He has done. Yeah. Yeah. He I didn't need to watch the original trilogy, did he? Yeah. Did he? He yeah. He was he was definitely he an executive he, producer. He certainly did all three Raimi Spider Man films, I think. Oh yeah, yeah he, he did. definitely did them. But I don't know about the early X Men. He was definitely an executive producer on the early X Men. Yeah. But was he oh, in f- that's what I'm trying to think. And he was in the two Fantastic Fours as well. He was in he yeah. played himself in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that was really funny. That uh, my favourite cameo still is Hugh Hefner one in Iron Man. <laughs> I still think that's oh, brilliant. Actually, uh, my favourite is Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got the two, he's got the two women either side of him, and yeah. he's just like I like you, and I like you as well. <laughs> Don't you say that? It just reminds me of more and more of his cameos. The one in Avengers <coughs> Two's great as well. Oh yeah. With Thor. They've probably filmed about thirty scenes with him in. Just they've in done case. all. They've done four back to backs, haven't they? Bless him because he's getting yeah. on a bit now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in case he's three or four yeah. films are already done. And most he's done of his them last all... Comic Con, hasn't he? Yep. Ah, uh, he's yeah. done his last Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, he makes he makes a point of going to like a big Comic Con and like one small one, but he's done his last ever one now, apparently. Yeah. Oh, he's he? getting on. Yeah. Yeah, big shout out to Stan because he's part of the reason we're here doing this. Yeah, yeah. Did, have you seen him in um, the comic book man episode where he goes into Kevin Smith's comic book shop? Yeah, I think uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've, I've seen him. In, I've seen him in the Simpsons episode where he goes into comic book guys' shop. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> and he's <sighs> he's got his cameo in the Clark's TV show once it's picked up, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, that's already been written. We'll have to see if we can get a cameo on here, eh? It'll be interesting to see what his Doctor Strange cameo is yeah. as well. 
Which is out next week, of course. Yeah, oh. moving, moving on to the, our last little bit of news. When's everybody going to see it, then? Well... Probably the weekend after it comes out. Yeah, I, I, sometime in the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully sometime in the next three weeks for yeah, me yeah. as well. I'm going... Circumstances at the moment. So. Yeah, I'm going next Friday. But I'm also going to the premiere on Monday. <gasps> what? Not going in. I'm going to wait on the red carpet. Oh, uh, you had to spoil it, didn't you? Yeah, I know. It's not quite the same. But, uh, yeah, hopefully go and meet Bendy Bitch Cunty Pants again. Oh, gotta, <laughs> gotta love him. Gotta love him. Uh, got my uh, got my 10x8s ready, hopefully, to, to get some autographs. <clears throat> um and on Wednesday, I'm actually going to meet Dominic Cooper as well. <gasps> so, busy week next week for me. Uh, so, for I'll... the red carpet, is that like an invitation no, to be in a restricted it... area? Or I'm, you just... I'm just hoping I'm going to be able to turn up. It's actually at Westminster Abbey, <laughs> which is a first. So, I don't know quite how it's going to work. We shall see. That's quite uh, random for a Marvel premiere. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of the whole mystical thing. Um, I tell you what, Paul. If you could, you could do a live stream for that. Yeah. No, I will. I will try if I get in. Um, yeah. I will definitely try and do something <coughs> from the red carpet. Is Westminster uh, Abbey set in the film at all? No. Or maybe that's where. No. No, it's all in New York. So. All right, that shut that so, down then. <laughs> yeah. So I think it is just a case of it being mystical. I think they've decided mm. to pick somewhere that's a, a little bit different. For it. <laughs> basically, Marvel is saying the church is mystical. <laughs> yeah, basically. Normally... Could have picked Josh's bedroom. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're welcome to come in. I don't get many visitors these days. That's mystical. Yeah. <laughs> so, or the back, of, the back of Lee Malaby's head. They could have had it there. Yeah, could have done. <coughs> it'd be nice and shiny. If it'd been to Orlando, it'd be kind of red, I suppose, rather than oh, so... orange. Yeah, I'm Let's... really looking. Tomorrow. So I'm really looking forward to Strange, actually. Now, it's, yeah. Now it's here. Yeah, it's been a long, yeah. co- been a long time coming since uh, yeah. those rumours all started about who was going to play him and and everything. But it's, it has come quick though, as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I know. Th- certainly this year since since Civil War came out. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really came round quick, quickly. And yeah. I think it's a bit of a gamble as well. This this could be the first flop, I think. Do you um, think? Yeah, not because based on the figures they're they're talking about for its opening, because it's well, uh, funny if you've got mystical. Imagine it; it's gonna have a pretty good taking because I mean, Imitation Game, um, obviously Star Trek Into Darkness didn't do as well as people thought it would, but he is quite a big actor yeah. when you think about it. He, he I is, think, but I, I think, think the, like, the character isn't. Yeah, I don't he's, know not, you, he's not well known enough, is he? When you think about it, and I think that's why they've gone for Benedict. To be honest, yeah, get someone that's got a name. Yeah, in. yeah. I, I bet he does sixty mil opening weekend. Yeah, I hope I it does. So. I, I want yeah. it to succeed. I'm desperate yeah. to succeed. It's just all the other films that all superheroes with superpowers, and this is going into the spiritual, mystical side of Marvel. This is the first foray into it. Yeah, you know, and I know they're introducing it into uh, Agents of Shield and stuff, and I think that'll tie in with everything because they are going to go down this avenue now. But as I well. think I think the fact it's Marvel is enough to get people through the door. 
when they yeah. see that logo on the trailer, that's enough. I mean, that, yeah, because that's what they did with Guardians, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I certainly see them building towards Benedict being the number one at Marvel. Yeah. 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 Just a little throwback. Remember when the everyone thought uh, Joaquin Phoenix was going to play Doctor Strange? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, it was Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp would have been terrible. And I did Mother. notice the other day that Benedict did say he actually did pull out of talks to start with because he wasn't available. Yeah. And well, I think that's when they started. Wasn't he doing a, a play or... Yeah, he was, he was doing Hamlet. Doing Sherlock or something? No, he was doing Hamlet at the time and he, couldn't, he couldn't pull out. He, he'd given Look, them their words. Apparently I, he had one day off before shooting started on Doctor Strange from when he finished his play. Yeah, and li- literally Marvel tried to find someone else. And eventually they went back and went, we want you, we're going to move the film in, because we really want you in this role. And they did. Well, and... not being funny, if like if you're an actor and a big film studio says to you, we want you that bad, we're going to fit our schedule around you, you'd think, I need to get on this, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You'd try and stick another hour on your uh, paycheck, wouldn't you? At least, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would imagine he he is up there with the bigger paid players at Marvel yeah. now. Yeah, definitely. And you just can't see him from from now going back to playing Sherlock on BBC. No, I, I know he's come out. This <laughs> I, week. I can, I can. The new trailer's actually quite good. Yeah, I I just think that will be it. Uh, yeah, I, I think know that'll be the last one. Yeah, I think he he has come out this week and says we're not saying it's the end, but it's going to be the end for a while. Um, oh, yeah, I think they'll come back in 10 years or so when they're a bit older. Yeah. That's what's uh, going to happen, like some of the novels. Yeah, and yeah. they're running out of stories anyway <coughs> from Conan Doyle's books, so it's it's going to be a struggle. They're going to have to start writing their own stuff. I mean, let's be honest, that Hound of the Baskervilles tea was appalling. Yeah. That was appalling. I quite liked it. <laughs> There was bits of it that I enjoyed. Well, yeah, there was there was nods and stuff, and you're like, oh, that's 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 good, like, but you know, the majority of it was like, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I've never really watched it. You got to at least watch one. Of course, Sherlock is. If they, as I said in a poll the other day, um, if they don't come up with a scene with somebody says no shit, Sherlock. Oh, I know. In Infinity War, then that's the biggest wasted opportunity ever. Yeah, you need to have Robert Downey <laughs> Jr., Benedict, Martin Freeman, and get a new version of Jarvis that sounds like Jude Law. <laughs> yeah. And just and have it's... someone say, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. And just every one of them turn around and go, <laughs> what? Yeah, if they don't do something like that, it's such a missed opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think, think that's it. For this show, yeah. Um, yeah. fairly comprehensive guide to uh, Luke Cage. There, I think um, yeah. we've been going a bit longer than we normally do. That surprised me. I thought <laughs> we were going to be a bit short today, but but no, we've uh, we've managed to do over the hour. So I'd like to say thank you to to the rest of the guys. Um, as usual, it's been a pleasure. Um, and yeah, signing out for everybody. We'll see you very soon. I think. Good night. Yeah. Night. Enchanté, mes amis.